On Thursday, December 15th, welcome to the Hoosier Ag Today morning podcast. I'm Andy Eubank, and the podcast is brought to you by First Farmers Bank and Trust, proudly serving local farms, families, and agribusiness for over 135 years. They're online at ffbt.com. We're coming to you from the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo, presented by AgriFinancial and Reynolds Farm Equipment. The final day today from the expo yesterday, Ryan Martin, chief meteorologist, provided a look into spring planting weather. We have that coming up today, plus his near-term forecast, which is very cold. Also a preview of the Indiana Farm Bureau State Convention. It is State Convention Week this week. And ho-hum markets yesterday, Mike Silver analysis on the Hat Morning Podcast. The land of the free is also the home of the hardworking. What if this is the year you take your farm operation to the next level? At First Farmers Bank and Trust, we're proud to serve the people who not only work until the sun goes down, but until the job is done. With over 135 years of commitment to agriculture, we'll find the solution that's right for your operation today and tomorrow. Visit ffbt.com to learn more. First Farmers Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The High Ground Podcast. Everything from energy and fuel. And it's always like clean oil because most of my stuff leaks. To agriculture. We go from the cute and cuddly phase to the not so cute and cuddly phase. After you that. can cuddle with them at 290 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably against your will, I'm guessing. And, well, other things. He calls them all variable costs. That's bull. <laughs> They're not variable costs. <laughs> I think you meant to say that's <laughs> fertilizer. Right. Staying on topic. <laughs> Listen now on all platforms. Your long-term weather outlook for spring planting and a preview of the Indiana Farm Bureau State Convention this weekend. I'm C.J. Miller and this is Hoosier Ag Today, broadcasting from the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo, presented by AgriFinancial and Reynolds Farm Equipment at Grand Park in Westfield. Hoosier Ag Today Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin is here. He gave a weather outlook seminar on Wednesday during the farm show. Ryan, looking ahead to spring of 2023, uh, what are your forecast models showing you in terms of precipitation for Indiana? Well, let's divide this uh, two ways. First of all, what the global models that are putting together right now, it suggests that we're going to be wetter through the first part of the winter, January, February, and, and March, even into early spring. And then we turn a little bit drier later April and into May. That's the consensus out of the world models, the global models right now. Uh, the model that I've developed in-house says a little bit differently. And so I'm actually leaning toward a forecast pattern that is drier than normal, maybe a good 30, 40, 50% below normal on precipitation for that January, February, March timeframe. And then we turn it around and we get a pretty active month of April, which would bring some good precipitation, maybe above normal, before we kind of dry things back out. Overall, the pattern for spring planting and coming out of winter, I think, is a little bit drier than normal. It would be an extension of what we're dealing with right now. And chatting with Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin, I know this past year we had a lot of rain and delayed planting, but it doesn't look like that could be the case here this spring. The way things are looking to me right now, no, I don't have a big fear about major planting delays. Uh, to me, it comes down to what kind of snow melt do we have? Uh, what kind of snow do we get to melt? And how does the soil profile freeze up this year? Do we have a hard, deep freeze so we're greasy for a while or not? 
other than that, I think we're in a pretty decent uh, starting point right now. Once again, who's your ag today? Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin here at the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo. Let's go now to Eric Pfeiffer with a preview of the Indiana Farm Bureau State Convention this weekend. Indiana Farm Bureau Vice President Kendall Culp stopped by the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo to discuss the advocacy efforts underway for the organization. He also discussed their annual state convention that kicks off today and runs through Saturday at the J.W. Marriott in downtown Indianapolis. He says they have a great program put together this year for attendees, and they're doing something new this year. On Friday, we've put a, we call it the AgriConnect conference together, and we've invited in a lot of our industry partners, a lot of agribusinesses, cooperatives, and folks in ag retail around the state to come in. So we have a program specifically for them to talk about the, the finances of agriculture, supply chain disruptions, what land prices are doing. So we have a lot of experts coming in. Culp says the annual convention marks the end of their program year and gives them an opportunity to reflect on their successes. We recognize county farm bureaus for the projects they've done, the work they've done. Um, we'll have membership awards for those counties and volunteers that have promoted farm bureau memberships as well. And then of course we have our young farmer and ag professional contest as well. So we'll have the discussion meet and that's where young farmers will discuss and debate agricultural issues. That's really a popular one. And then we'll highlight and announce the winner of our achievement award, which is our farmers age 35 and up under that have had really great involvement on their farm and in their communities. Former Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue will be at the convention as their special guest for the Ag Elect Breakfast Saturday morning. Culp encourages members to attend the breakfast, which is a ticketed event, and the convention. He says you can still register on site if you haven't done so already. Hear more in the full interview at HoosierAgToday.com. I'm Eric Pfeiffer, Hoosier Ag Today, Indiana's Farm Network. Have you ever considered a career in agriculture? There are dozens of agribusinesses that have opportunities to work in this exciting field. These are high-paying positions with on-the-job training and advancement. On December 15th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Grand Park in Westfield, Indiana, these companies will be on hand for the Indiana Ag Career Fair. Come talk with these organizations. Then walk the show floor of the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo and experience the world of agribusiness. December 15th at Grand Park in Westfield. More details at indianafarmexpo.com. I'm Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin with Hoosier Act Today's Indiana Farm Forecast. Cold front is clearing Indiana this morning. Behind it, we have significantly colder air that's going to be in control for a good long time here going forward. Uh, but after all, you know, it is winter. What was a little bit interesting, overnight last night, some significant rains. We were calling for them, but there was even some thunder out there. So you can tell this is a big change kind of front. Dry slot working in here today, so clouds will be breaking up toward midday. I think we see a mix of clouds and sunshine this afternoon. But cold air is here, is diving in. It's going to take control. Strong cutoff area of low pressure meanders through the upper Midwest and Great Lakes from this afternoon right on through the weekend. Now, that's going to mostly put light snow and flurry activity in over Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan, but I won't rule out some light snow and flurry activity down in far northern Indiana from time to time, particularly Friday night through Saturday. Lake effect snows are also going to be something to watch for, but with a westerly 
uh, fetch here. I think it's more of a story for Michigan versus Indiana. But if you're in those northern tier counties, keep an eye out for some lake effect at times. Also some clouds. Farther south you go over the weekend. Yes, it's cold, but I think we see better sunshine. Next week starts nice as well. High pressure over us on Monday. Tuesday turns out partly sunny. Big warm-up on Wednesday. And that's ahead of a frontal boundary that comes through Thursday the 22nd. That's going to bring rain, followed by some snow, maybe some accumulation. And we then are cold as we move into the Christmas holiday weekend. Could be the coldest air of the season so far that arrives on Christmas Day. That's a look at your forecast update. Have a great rest of your day. I'm Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin. Your operating loan for your farm needs to cover all that could be. That's why Farm Credit Mid-America offers flexible financing options to take care of the day-to-day so you can free up capital to maximize opportunities for your farm. Use our online banking or mobile app to conveniently check funds so you always know how much cash you have on hand and can plan for what's ahead. To find an operating loan that works for you, visit e-farmcredit.com. Subject to credit approval, additional terms and conditions may apply. Farm Credit Mid-America is an equal opportunity lender. Mixed and quiet grain markets, this is Hoosier Ag Today. I'm Andy Eubank with the Wednesday Farm Market Review. Brought to you by Seed Genetics Direct, the Eastern Corn Belt's fastest growing independent seed company. Visit SeedGeneticsDirect.com for pricing and more information. Mike Silver is here from Kokomo Grain and a bit ho-hum in the markets. Pretty quiet on Wednesday with only beans showing some life and not a whole lot at that. Pretty slow news day today, Andy. Yes, markets are pretty quiet. We started earlier this morning down a little bit. We've come back a little, but uh, pretty quiet news day, actually. Uh, The trade is uh, anticipating the Fed's action this afternoon, uh, expecting uh, maybe some slowing of the interest rate increase, maybe a half a percent increase in the interest rate as opposed to the the three-quarter percent. We'll see. That will be released released after the market closes today. The ethanol numbers uh, that came out today in the EIA report, average daily production was down this last week. We used 2 million bushel less corn to make ethanol this last week than the previous week, but we're still on pace to meet the USDA balance sheet projections for the use of corn to make domestic ethanol here in the states. Um, the uh, the soybean market is concerned about the South American weather forecasts in both uh, Argentina and Brazil. So that uh, is adding a little spark to the soybean market. And we'll see how that weather forecast changes here over the course of the next 48 to 72 hours. But that is an area of some concern as, as uh, the South Americans rapidly progress in their planning progress uh, for those 23 crops. Uh, As far as uh, grain movement is concerned here uh, in the state, uh, farmers are delivering some grain from storage, coring some bins, but overall grain receipts are are pretty slow right now. Basis levels are steady in line with uh, pretty much historical five-year averages uh, as farmers uh, evaluate their tax situation going into the end of the year and look at their marketing plans for 2023. Mike, you, of course, a guest for us, a a market speaker along with John Zanker at the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo presented by AgriFinancial and Reynolds Farm Equipment, a seminar speaker on Wednesday. And you talked about the past year, current conditions, future expectations, 
And one of the things that always comes down to, and there's no difference in this now, is weather. Weather. Mother Nature holds the trump card, Andy. She's in control of the weather. And right now, as we shift our focus to the South American, Argentina and Brazil, we're watching the weather down there closely to see if that presents any perceived hazards to the crop, the soybean crop that they're putting in the ground. That could, uh, if, if, if the dryness can, continues down there, provide a little impetus for some upward price movement, not only in the soybeans, that could also spill over into the corn market. Uh, we had an excellent, uh, excellent discussion here today uh, at the expo. Uh, John Zanker and I, uh, the audience, had some really good questions. Uh, about uh, expectations for 2023 and and John and I shared our experiences over the multiple decades that we've been in the business uh, with the audience and it, it was a really good uh, really good presentation I thought and uh, good farmer interest and and good attendance and we thank you for that opportunity to do this again today well I'm going to ask you to share some of that experience in the form of your best advice for farmers who oftentimes say to you after the end of a year, I wish I would have done better, just some general things to maybe reconsider for the coming year. Well, with the year 2022 to about wrap up now, uh, I'm encouraging producers to not wait too long to bring up their level of sales on the crop they harvested this fall. In other words, for those grains that are still in the bin or in the elevator on basis contracts or in DP or in some other marketing tool that is yet unpriced uh, to be alert for opportunities as we move into this holiday season now where trade usually gets exaggerated in the last several weeks of the year because a lot of traders uh, in the global marketplace you know go on holiday so price action can be exaggerated on any given day and that uh, historically has presented some opportunities to make not only some new and add to the level of old crop sales, but also affords an opportunity to look at the 2023 crop that we've yet to plant and uh, to see if there's some opportunities there uh, to start making some early percentage sales of the 2023 crop. Um, we're not, I'm not at least uh, getting real aggressive in that regard, but we have to stay alert for opportunity uh, as we expect that the market is going to remain as volatile in 2023 as it was in 2022. Well, Mike, thank you for joining us at the Expo. We appreciate it. And the Kokomo Grain phone number is? 800-666-0613. And settlements now from Wednesday trade. March corn, two and a quarter lower, 651 and a quarter, 651 and a half on the May contract, down two cents. By the way, the Fed raises the interest rate half a percent no impact on the grain and oil seed markets january beans finished up three cents at 1482 and three quarters march up a penny at 1485 and a half and march wheat 750 down three quarters the meats lower all day february live cattle 155.70 down 65 and feb lean hogs a dollar 17 lower going to 8340. And that is a look at the Wednesday markets from the Indiana Farm Expo presented by AgriFinancial and Reynolds Farm Equipment at Grand Park. Final day Thursday. I'm Andy Eubank. Who's your ag today? Indiana's most listened to farm radio network.